Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm international skydiving instructor Danny Beard. And I'm busy moustache impersonator Billy Andrew. And this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast. Danny's getting passionate in this week's listener's letter. And Billy does not. Fancy a slice. Uh-uh. <laughs> Hello. Oh, we nearly said it at the same time you today. Said that at the same time. I want to kick the show off with a question for you. Go on. Now, if this was you, it's completely yeah. fine. It's fine. But if it's not you, I'm going to call the police. This is how serious I'm... Do- don't laugh. Why I've, I've had my sister on the phone nearly crying and coming up to Manchester because of this. She phoned me while I was on my way here. I woke up this morning, yeah. puff mobile, on the back <laughs> of my car with a little tiny cock drawn in, drawn in the dirt of my... Do you know like when your car is dirty? Yeah. Was it you? Or if it... If it wasn't, I'm going to have to call the police. Why? On my neighbours for a hate crime. You're joking. Hate crime. It was you. It was me. <laughs> it was me. I thought, right, this is oh. either Danny or it's a hate crime. One or the other. I was kind of hoping it was. It was would- both. I'm kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping for a hate crime. I wanted to get day bashed. Oh, behave. Did you want to make pink news? <laughs> I wanted to make pink news. <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm so sorry. I wrote it on yesterday because I thought, this is such a gay little car. And it's also dirty. It does need a clean. It's so filthy. And also, the cock wasn't little. For my standards, it was little. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Did you shit yourself? When I saw it this morning, I was pissed off, but then I was like, be real. Like, this is either you, because this is a you type (laughs) of joke. But then I thought, imagine it's not one of my neighbours has written that on my car. Get out. Yeah. Do no puffs no push around here. Do you not remember when I moved into my old house years ago? I got a threatening letter. It was like the watcher. Oh, someone sent me a text. Sorry, it was Dakota Schiffer. <laughs> Name drop. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, somebody sent me a threatening letter when I moved into my old house. Saying what? No puffs around here? Honestly, you could do the watcher Salford version. Right. Okay. And when you read it, it wouldn't be like, we are watching girl. It would be like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want people like you around here. Is that what it said? It said that. It said we see you come in the house. In I've got the on my bookshelf over there. In right. one of the books is the letter. I'm going to try and find it. Is, I is kept this the genuine? letter on my mum's titty tit. So what did it say? Basically, get out from this area. It didn't say get out from the area, but it said you come and go at all hours of the night. 
Did, did they think you was a lady of the night? I don't know what we thought. <laughs> I was DJing at the time. Okay. I don't want to say I'm a DJ, but I'm a DJ. <laughs> uh, I was DJing at the time. Yeah. And obviously, I, you know what it's like being a DJ. You are one. You work late hours. And I was just going to work at like eight, nine o'clock and coming back at three in the morning. And I put my bin out one night when I got back in at like yeah. 5 a.m. And they put in the letter, um, we saw you put your bin out last night at 5 a.m. Why are they bothered? Who was this? I went round me like Rocky Balboa. Knocking on the doors. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I had the tider. Boom, boom, boom. I was like that. <laughs> I had the letter. I was like one of them scummy mums on the, on the front of the sun. <laughs> Don't buy the sun. I was on the front, of, you know, like with the letter. Yeah. And the little fringe. I was like, was this you? Yeah. They were like, no. Oh my God, that's disgusting. I knocked on every house within the vicinity that it could have been. And right. I, where they saw you with the bins. Well, yeah. Who else? They? How And weird. I went, because if there's a problem, obviously we need to talk about it because this is kind of really pathetic because they also posted it in the post office. Oh, they didn't no. even have the nerve, the gall, to, the gumption. To post it themselves. To walk up the path and post right. it. Right. So clearly it was someone, a bit of a shed. Yeah. A massive shed. <laughs> a what? A shed? A shit head. A shit head, a shit darling. Head. They were a shit head. Yeah, so I am... Um, no, I've I've had the threatening letters. That was only just a little joke between between two homosexual <laughs> pals, darling. Right, okay, well, thank you. I'm glad we cleared it up. My sister did genuinely call me. Oh, I'm so was, sorry, and Holly. Like, and we're like, I've just seen you in Stramp Store. She's she not even from Tolfish. I know, yeah. um, And she was like, do you need me to come up? She would as well. She was like... She, I could hear the keys in her hand, ready to start the really? car to drive to Manchester. Fucking <laughs> hell, she was like that with the babies in the back. Yeah. Right, strap up, babies. We're going for a fight. <laughs> Honestly, that's what it was like. And I was like, let me speak to Daddy first. I went, I'm 90% sure it might be him. But if it's not, feel free to come up. Yeah. Honest to God. <laughs> Feel free. Feel free. To Feel come free. Up. We'll sit on the front all day in a pair of deck chairs and wait yeah. for the neighbours to come in. Batter me neighbours. Um, <laughs> talking of the watch, though, have you seen the watcher? I've not watched it, no. It's so good. People are saying, oh, this shit, I know, this shit. It's based on a true story. It's, what's he called? What's that guy? I don't know. I've not watched it. Oh, he does Glee. And oh, then he did American Horror. Is it, um, oh, gay one? Dead gay. Mr. Schum? No. No. Dead gay. Dead gay. Oh, really, gay? Ryan Murphy. Murphy. It's oh, Ryan right, okay. Murphy. Right, got yeah. Does all the gay shit. Yeah. It's is him. he gay? Ryan Murphy. Is he a homer? Homosexual. Hey. Are you a homosexual? <laughs> he's a homosexual. What does he look like? Is he fit? I've never seen him. I see his name. I think Ryan he's Mur- got grey hair and glasses. And I'm not I don't know this. I'm just presuming he's a big director. That's what they all look like. Right. Um anyway, I couldn't get on board. Go on. It's really good, really Fab. good. I, I like the kind of thriller, horror, mystery, kind of on the edge of my seat, like, ooh. Um, what a bitch. Kind of, that was the wrong button, but hey, hey. <laughs> you know, the um, kind of suspense of it all. Mm, well, I'll give it a go. I like a little suspension. <laughs> In a sling. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to this week, TJ mm. Billy Handrow? I'll tell you what's been this week. It's been, speaking of homosexuals, it's been Homosexual Central in Manchester this week. Oh my God, my grandad. Homo Black has been on. And do you know what? Because of the train strikes. Um, a lot all of, trapped here. No, a lot of people, that as well. But a lot of people came on the Friday and we weren't expecting it at Via. We weren't prepared. But... It was busy from nine o'clock and we didn't fucking shut until it shut. Do you know what I mean? We ah. kept going. It was amazing, actually. I know 
And I, I just love it when it's like that. And I could see in the crowd, it was days, not Manchester days. I knew there were like London days. There was muscle days. There was bear. It was an array. It felt like pride. Sea of gays. I loved it. And you know what? The new Beyonce album goes down every time I play back to back track and the place erupted. So you just don't even have to DJ then, basically. I, I say, Beyonce and Aesons play. And then Lazy I Lazy Queen. <laughs> Honestly, they love it. And you know what? I've had the best weekend because it's just been so busy. But we didn't go home a block this year. No. We- I didn't want to go last year. It was too much. It was like one-way system. It was jam-packed. And I also thought, I'm going to be really pissed. If I go home a block, I'm going to be pissed. I think, I think you've and got I thought, to I be. I can't be like getting in pictures like, mm, yeah, pissed. Of course. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Um, because when you go to home a lot, it's, it's music without sounds, without words, sorry. <laughs> is it All tech? night long. I'm a fucking DJ. I don't know is what it music tech? is. <laughs> if it's not Kylie, I don't know it. <laughs> um, but they do have I a plant room. It. They have a plant room there, which we enjoyed a little bit. Jodie Harsh yeah, was there. And that was good. fun. That was fun. Uh, but that's the only bit I liked about it. But, I mean, I might go next year because I did have the FOMO block. I... Oh. <laughs> She wrote that in a note. She wrote that in a note. No, Wait. Ellen DeGeneres gave me that joke. Thank oh, you. did she? Yeah, she yeah, gives yeah. everyone the best joke. She gave me all my information. She? Yeah, she's fabulous. Um, so, yeah, what were we saying? A FOMO block. FOMO, FOMO block. block. You were in Aberdeen. I was in... Listen, what I had the... was that? Sorry, let me cut that. I know, yeah. Don't cut that. Don't worry about it. You was in Aberdeen. Yes, I was. Yeah. And the crowd reaction was so phenomenal. Wow. These Scottish fans. I was going to say, the Scottish love you at the moment. Glasgow. Yeah. Be a Dante. Fuck Mary Mac. They love you now. Mary who? <laughs> <laughs> Glasgow. Yeah. Be a Dante. Yeah. Dundee. <laughs> be a Dante. Was right. I in Dundee? You were in Dundee. Dundee. Yeah. yeah. Be a Dante. Yeah. Aberdeen. <laughs> be a Dante. Right. They were like, when? Where? Wow. They tip me. I got about 50 quid in Scottish notes. I thought we were Monopoly money. They don't tip in Scotland usually. They tip me. <laughs> wow. I got two Starbucks on the way home. I've been tipping all the waiters all week with Scottish money. That is high praise. Baby. Especially from the Scottish. They're so, such wow. a lovely crowd. I feel like the further up north you get, the fucking nicer the people get. No tea, no shade to the Londoners. But it's not as warm. Right. <laughs> It's not as warm. Temperature wise, it is. They've got temperature wise. They've, they've got a microclimate. They've got a microclimate. They do. No wonder they've all got gonorrhea. Um, <laughs> Festers in warm, damp places. Uh, um, no jokes aside, I've had the best gigs, best run of gigs, and I feel like obviously with the exposure of Drag Race and everything, there's more people coming to my shows than would do before, and it's like a whole new audience. And I don't know if I've said it on the show before, but. I almost feel like what I was known for before mm-hmm. is out the window. I'm now known for what I'm doing on Drag Race. So like the singing and the and the interactive comedy, like people are like shook because right. I don't think you, many of the we've queens... Not been, yeah, we've not seen that on the show either though, really. You doing your style, which you would do outside of the show. So you've done a show for what, 10 years? And mm, yeah, do not that long, but yeah, maybe. All right, let's say eight years. Say and eight, it's, eight and it's like singing, comedy, cabaret, and you've not showcased that as of yet on... Drag Race properly, I would say. I don't think you've done what you do in your shows weekly. No. We've not seen that on Drag Race at all. No. Not at all. So people are shook when they see you. Shook as the fuck of <laughs> As the Scottish would say. 
Uh, I am also officially. Go on. Back on a diet. Oh right, okay. But you, but but you are doing well. We're back are... on a diet. You are back on a diet. Arthur Stowe. Thank Woo! you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll accept my round of applause. What will we play? We'll it play that. What it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. I'm. I'm not trying to push diet culture onto anyone else. It's so weird seeing myself on telly every week because I've All lost right. weight. Even though I'm back on a diet, I've lost weight since then, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to lose weight again. And it's so like every time there's a. Uh, uh, clip of me with like me top off in the weight room i want to curl up in a ball and die oh, I, really? hate, I hate i hate i hate that they film us like that but yeah. you know it is what it is it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i just it just makes me feel shit when oh, i see myself like that so yeah. i don't like seeing myself like that the show's coming to an end now yeah, I mean, we're three weeks off, I think. Yes, the show's coming to an end, and there's I'm going straight into like big gigs and big tours and things like you that. You want to look fab for that. I want to look as good as I can for for what's happening and feel as good. It's not really about looking as good for me. It's about feeling as good. Mm-hmm. My target weight. This is sorry. This is really boring content, by the way. <laughs> oh god, this is great. This gossip goes. <laughs> Um, but for me, it's I, I'll always be chunky. I'll always be curvy. Mm-hmm. I'll always be a big yeah. Yeah, yeah. But. I know when I hit a certain weight, I feel great, and I'm still chunky. I'm not like trying to be like you know. I'll never be. I'll never be this minty of drag. Of course, she's she's got her own thing going on. And she looks great. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. One thing I do want to say, mm. and we'll talk about drag race in a bit because obviously we've got a lot of new listeners, and it's what you're here for. But I'm looking after my old listeners as well. You know, I like to get on a, on a soapbox this week since my baby girl Dakota Schiffer left. We'll hear from oh, her later in the show. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, she's not dead. She's just gone. Yeah. From the telly. RIP from the telly. From the telly. <laughs> um, she, p- people have been aiming the hate at like Pixie and John Burrs and just really being horrible and nasty. And Pixie's had to come off socials. I've seen this. And I think, do you know what? Like, I, I, I can understand the love for Dakota because I love her as well. And I think she's... If I was watching the show, she, she would be my winner. She's made a massive impact on, I think... The fans of the show. She's made a huge impact from being on the show, being the first trans contestant. Yeah. And she, she's loved and liked and so lovely. Lovely. She's lovely. And I can Love you, Carmen. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> and I think, and, and I don't understand the frustration of her going, but it doesn't mean you need to put other people down in the process. This is it. If you want to support your queens, buy their merch, go and see their shows. Buy a meet and greet when they have them. Buy a meet and greet. Or something. I can't meow. And, you know, support the ones you love. You don't need to, sh- to to take it out on the queens that have no decision power. Like It's not their fault not, that... Exactly. It's not their fault that someone else got sent home. It's not their decision. So why would you get all up in the... Gr- I mean, I've, I, I responded last night to some guy who's hating on me. I don't normally respond to the haters. And I don't normally research myself, as you You've know. said this before. <laughs> I've said this before. It's addictive and it's sad. Yeah. But you like to, I like to read the good comments and the bad comments and just get an overall picture of where I sit. Right. Okay. You want to know what people are saying. I want to know. To be fair, I think that's only natural. Like, I want to know what people are saying about me. I want to know. But also, they do say what other, what people think about you is none of your business. But then, then people shouldn't post it online for it's you when to they see. At you, or it's yeah. worse, it's when it's on Grinder. I mean, I've only had nice things on Grinder. 
I saw your grinder last night because we did a little photo shoot, which yes. should have dropped by now. Which um, has dropped by now. Check it out on my Instagram. Check out our Gossip Gaze Pod socials or Twitter. I'm TikToking, guys. I'm TikToking as well. I am fucking TikToking. <laughs> Stay down with the kid. I am fucking TikToking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but your grinder, you showed me yesterday. You you logged on up for I'd say about three minutes. It was fifteen messages being like, "Hi, Danny Beard. Hi, Danny Beard. You look like Danny Beard." Yeah. Loads of clocks as well. Fab. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting dick I never got before. Wow. Well, I mean, I say I'm getting it. They're just getting sent to me. I've not, I've not gone and sat. I've got this weird thing where... You're too if, nervous. If they know who I am, I don't want to meet them. I think... I'm like that. I'm like schizo-paranoid. <laughs> I'm thinking people are, I don't even know if that's The cameras thing. have got birds in their eyes. Honestly, the cameras have got birds in their eyes. <laughs> Honestly. You know what I mean. Yeah. I'm scared that I'm going to turn up and they're going to film me or something and leak right. it. Right, hidden cameras shit. I don't know why anyone would do that, but my mind just goes to these weird places. I think, though, you do need to be a bit more careful now because, weirdly, I, I don't know of a queer person who doesn't watch Drag Race. I mean, it's few and far between, I would say. So when you log on Grindr and it's full of queer men, or people, sorry, queer people on Grinder. Thank you. Um, I think most of them would want to know who you are. Is that weird no, to say? No, don't say that. It's weird. It is weird. It, uh, but that, I am in a weird phase. I think like this will be all normal again soon. I think this time of year, people will be like, "Danny, you." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be fucking season five. Will be exactly, out. Exactly. Yeah. They'll have probably had about ten fucking all stars. UK versus the fucking UK Can versus the moon yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? Gosh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> UK versus Dracula. Now that's something I'd watch. I don't watch that Dracula. Is, is it budget still? Or is it? Uh, have, have they got a bit of budget for I it? I don't want to slag it off, but it's shit. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not shit. I'm joking. I, it's just I don't not think for it's me. for me. It's a bit gory, is it not? The queens are great, though. And, and the it, queens are great on and it. And is it the pain challenge? Oh, there's mad things. This is what I mean. It's like, I'm a celeb mixed with drag race, mixed with GCSE drama. <laughs> Okay, yeah. And I mean, for a lot of people, that's the appeal. But I, yeah. I like the hosts to feel like they really anchor it. I feel like when Rue was off Drag Race UK, it yeah. felt weird. It felt yeah. almost empty. Like Michelle did an amazing job. She did. But there was a weird silence. But I feel like there was an emptiness there. There was no laughter from Rue because she take her laugh is like fucking. <laughs> it's a loud laugh in it. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Lawrence Cheney doing the impression this week? No, she did it. She's really good at it. She did it at Roscoe's with Cheddar in Chicago. Right. Really good. Check it out. Check it out. Um, but yeah, we're on a fucking ramble race. What have we done? This is the longest catch up ever. We're on 17 minutes. Oh, we'll better get on with the show. Should we get on with the show? Crack on with the show. Let's get on with the show. The Gossip Gaze. Ooh, I'm just like, oh, 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 sorry, I just stretched and it was really nice. (laughs) I love a stretch. Love a stretch in the morning. Honestly, and I do these like yoga poses with Sam in the gym. Never done yoga. I do yoga like three times a week. Does it stretch you out sometimes? It stretches me out. It feels good. When was the last time you went to the gym to be stretched out? (laughs) It's been a while, but the muck gym. (laughs) (laughs) For a muck spicy. (laughs) But yeah. He stretches me out in the gym, and sometimes I'm like a bit like, are people watching this? Homoerotic. It is a bit homoerotic. I like to do child's pose, spread them legs, do the, the frog pose. Downward dog. Downward dog. Cat cow. Cat cow. Cat cow. I like that pigeon one that stretches out your ass. I don't do pigeon. You, well, it's not. It's kind of pigeon, I think. Do you know where like you put one foot in front and then re- collapse into it? It stretches that ass muscle. Right? Oh, does Sam just do that one with me? <laughs> well, probably because you're on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this week we saw 
the most shocking elimination of the series, if you ask me. We did. Now, we were prepared for it last week. They released a trailer and it was like, dun, 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 the most shocking elimination in history of... It was pretty much like that, that was really it? good. Do you want to do it again and I'll add the shade noise? No, no, no. Go on, try it. Okay. The most shocking elimination in Drag Race history. I'm excited! <laughs> Sorry. Right. Like, I, I, why can't up. I wear... Do you know why? I think my dyslexia... They are coloured buttons. Are. I can't associate colour with, with sound. sound. I need it to say... Wah, wah, wah. Right. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Yeah. It's the one of my scent. <laughs> this fatty button. Crickets. Crickets. It is... I need it to um, do it. Right, got you. Well, we need stickers. I'll grab some stickers. You can send us some stickers in the post if you want. Any fans out there that want to send us some stickers, sign up to our sticker Patreon. No, I'm joking. Let's go. <laughs> um, Drag Race, right. We kicked off Drag Race with um, Family Resemblance. You're right. With Family Resemblance. Yes. Um, you got the gorgeous Mystique. Love her. Love that name. Love her. Um, She's so mystique. She was a bit apprehensive, I would say. Out of all the Queen team that we saw, she seemed the most... She was the shyest. I want to say introvert. Very good word, Billy. Well done. There we go. Thank you. She was the most introverted. And also, but she was just almost... I feel like it was one of them things, do you want to do it? And it was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then it was like, oh shit, this camera's on me and I'm mic'd up and right. Paul stood there and oh my God, this is very overwhelming experience. Don't forget, all, all us on Drag Race were performers. Well... Scratch that reverse. Most of us on Drag Race are performers. <laughs> yes. And we're used to being able to show off. Yes. Um, so, you know, we, and, we show off. Yeah, and because these people are behind the cameras all the time. All the time. It must be a bit daunting to them be in front of the cameras. Some of them were up for it and loved it and were like, I'm ready for it. I'm <laughs> dying for <laughs> it. They were probably like that. Like, we saw the one that, um, I don't want to call her the old one. <gasps> But she was dubbed the old one. She was dubbed the old one, was she not? Wendy. Wendy, that's it. Yeah. Wendy's a legend. Wendy is honestly, people will know Wendy from Big Brother's Big Brother's bit on the side. She used to look after the audience there. Did she? Wendy works on Love Island. So anyone wow. from Love Island knows Wendy because she looks after the contestants there. Wendy is a welfare producer. So she, her full job is the welfare of the contestants of people on shows. So she is head of looking after us on the Queen team. And we know that she popped a bollock up for somebody and it turned out it was Sminty Drop. Yeah, Yeah, it was Sminty. I watched it happen. Did you? Yeah. So she was under the dress popping a bollock back in. Well, she didn't have to crouch down. Sminty (laughs) was in her fucking breeze block. She did it with her nose. Yeah. (laughs) Not (laughs) his trail. It's not you. Ah. (laughs) Right, so so back to you and Mystique. Um, I think we got a great story from that. Honestly, no tea to Cheddar. I think she was a great winner. I think she deserved to win. I think mm-hmm. that was a very iconic Cheddar, gorgeous look. It's something I've seen Cheddar in time and time again. Do you no know shade, though. Yeah, no yeah. shade. I, yeah. I, I thought you were looking at me like it was shady. No, no, no shade. No. So it was an iconic... I mean, I didn't do an iconic Danny Beard look. I, it wasn't That wasn't the brief I was given. I was given a family resemblance look. I wanted to still have be Danny Beard, but push push my drag and, and excel it. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm pleased Cheddar won. She was the rightful winner. But uh, no, the real... Ooh, no, no, sorry. No, a lot of people, including myself online, are saying that you were robbed and you should have won that challenge, unfortunately. I, I understand you're being diplomatic in the moment, but I've looked online and a lot of people are saying it should have been a joint win or you were robbed. And that wow. is what people are saying online. So I'm just... Well, I'm just can't argue with the online critic. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Thank, you to, I, thank I, you to anyone that thinks that. But it's I, a TV I do with the fifth judge. 
episode, which is you. <laughs> Speaking of judges, go on. RuPaul. I was in the middle of a point. Go on, sorry. No, I do it all the time to you, so I can't complain. Go on, carry on your point. Um, what was it? You forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. I think the real winner of the of the episode was Mystique because she transformed transformed and just took yeah. so much from it and I just I think that's what drag is about and I think for that reason Mystique was the winner of the episode really I mean obviously we've got it's a competition it's yeah. got to be one of us but out of everyone like you know and out of me and Cheddar the top two that week you know Gemma who worked with with um Cheds mm-hmm. is she was a dream like she was a drag queen Anyway, yeah. she was that personality. Every day in the workroom, you'd come right, in, got, she'd yeah. give it beans. She was she was already there. She was excited and raring to go. Where Mystique went from this humble, gorgeous human into this powerful drag queen and, you know, was apprehensive about wearing the beard. And I didn't have to pressure her at all with the beard. I was like, listen, if you don't want to wear the beard, we'll make it work. Maybe we'll yeah. just do the moustache. And that's why we called her Mizzy Moustache. Because yeah, originally yeah. she was like, I'll wear the moustache, no problem. So I was like, listen, let's call you Mizzy Moustache. You can just wear the moustache. It's fine. And then when she had her final everything done, she was like, I want to wear the beard. Stick the beard on. I want to wear the beard. And she she felt, she, I started to feel the fire within her. The drag queen within. Dra- <laughs> it was unleashed right. into the world. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I was inspired back. I didn't expect to be inspired back from the makeover yeah, contestant. Course. And I think that was nice. And I think in a way it was nicer doing it to someone that you work with a, as a colleague and someone mm. who's been looking after you since you got there instead of maybe like someone that we knew because I was thinking oh god family makeover are they going to send you in or and and obviously for the photo shoot this week we did you and it yes, was fab and we, we had a laugh yeah but I know you like the back of my hand and you know me and I feel like she took a lot more from it than god, than yeah. you would have of course 100%. do you know what I mean yeah she yeah and honestly Hand on heart, it was so emotional to watch for, for everyone. Like, I love seeing Wendy's transformation. I remember looking at it on the day and I was thinking, if Pixie gets one more piece of fucking fake foliage <laughs> out that should be hanging from some Weatherspoon's doorway, yeah, I'm going to flip. Yeah. But anyway, she looked great. Everyone looked great. I think it was a hard episode to say X, Y, Z on, but... Mm. Dakota should not have gone out. <laughs> Dakota, yes, Dakota unfortunately did. Can I say that? Am I going to be in trouble? No, you can I say that. Care. You can say that. I don't care. Um, I don't think Dakota should have gone. I don't think Dakota should have gone either, but RuPaul was watching live and made the decision, so... She was. There we go. Now, RuPaul wasn't there. Was that a weird experience to be on the stage, to RuPaul not be there and have Raven? Yeah, whenever RuPaul's there, your arse is going 50p, 5p, 50p, 5p, 50p, 5p. Yeah. 50p. Shitting yourself. Yeah, you are. It's like, it's, she's like, got it like this... having a substitute teacher. Exactly what you took the <laughs> words out my mouth. It was like you got the sub, the nice sub teacher in that you like. Everyone right. thinks Michelle's this horrible, like, bitchy. I don't know. I don't think they do anymore. I think people used to. But yeah. she's got so much heart and so supportive. And you'll see in tonight's show how supportive she is. Good. So it's so like, it having like having the supportive substitute mum teacher. Yeah. And it just was a nice runway to to relax a little bit into and and have the mix up of Raven. It was just a really nice episode to film in general. I, I think though it felt I, like a break. Yeah, but I think from the viewers' perspective, um, it did feel like something was missing from the show when RuPaul wasn't there. Actually, like we said earlier on in the show, it was a bit like 
Rue's laugh and Rue's presence, I think, takes up a lot of the space. So it felt you it could is hear It's RuPaul's picture. Drag Race. Of course. Who it's I like the... KFC without the kernel. <laughs> it's not happening, is it? <laughs> no, got, yeah, you wouldn't have KFC without that finger-licking chicken. Got, yeah, yeah. What do you want? Mashed potato? <laughs> no, Ooh, thanks. Yeah, I love I, mash. I do like the mashed potato. Let's not go there. I'm on a diet. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, right, now, um, I want to talk about something that's happened online this week in terms of Drag Race. Oh, no, what? Ginny Lemon. <sighs> She's popped off on Twitter, basically saying, have you got it? I don't have it on my phone. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kicking off. She's kicked off and said, to this ilk, I've not got it in front of me, so I don't want, so this isn't a direct quote, but it's basically saying, all the other Drag Race contestants are shit. No, like, it wasn't it? that. It, it was what like, is... some of your most beloved Drag Race contestants are X, Y, and Z. And... Addicts. Well, she went, the first time she tweeted it, she didn't use the word addicts, but the second time she tweeted oh, it, Oh, she, she tweeted did. it twice? Yeah, I think that the gist seems to be that Ginny, she said something about not getting gigs and not paying bills or something. I don't know. I've not really followed the drama. I've got a lot going on right now. I don't know. <laughs> <if you> know. <laughs> But yeah. it seems to be that kind of that it gist and having a swipe at some of the people that are maybe are getting the work, being a bit more successful and saying, actually, some of those people don't deserve it is kind of what she Basically was saying. Basically what she was saying. Yeah, they don't yeah. deserve it. Some of your most beloved fans are actually cunts, basically. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of people have clapped back at this. The Vivian had a bit of a go and then... Ginny had a bit of a go back and now Ginny has come off socials but I think I don't think she should have said that and I don't think we were in a I don't think we're we should be in a position in 2022 bringing other people down like well, that from also the show. just using addicts as an insult I think anybody with an addiction it's a it's an illness it's a serious thing I, do, I like Ginny I do like Ginny I think she's sometimes pops off in the wrong places and I think sometimes she's made some mistakes but I think as an artist I like Ginny I don't um <laughs> <laughs> we're getting used out of this shape button today just say what you say what you mean I don't know Ginny on a personal level um I can only I can only so talk there you go so can you say you like someone or don't if you don't know them on a personal From level because this happens with me can I well, can I say why I don't? Okay. From my experience from working with Ginny at Manchester Pride. Okay. She was very rude backstage. Not just to me, but to the people working backstage who were running round after us, trying to make sure she she came in a bit like a diva and then she did her show. I weren't impressed by her behaviour, shall I say, backstage. But I feel like... Someone pulled me up on her saying something about the other acts, slagging the other acts off on she stage. Did also, I just she thought, did, she did know, also... We, yeah, she slagged the other acts on the stage But that could be just well. seen as shade. It could be her version of shade. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm shady in my act all the time. It didn't land as shade. It landed as rude for me. Yeah, it was like, get all these other shit people back on. But it, it kind of is the Ginny Lemon character now. Don't know. I'm just... I just don't know. I always get... I know what you mean, and and remember, I remember when I wasn't on Drag Race and Ginny was, and I was doing a gig, and she came through the audience. It was the setup was like a brunch, so it was like a big runway. She yeah. just come off the show, and she did snatch the mic out my hand, mm. and just, ah, just babs, and just, and I, at first I was fuming. You could see the people around me were all like, yeah, but. I also thought she's high on adrenaline. She's just come off the show. This mm-hmm. is her moment. I'm sure if she thought about it, this isn't meant to be 
a rude thing to another performer. I'm sure yeah. it's just part of her character. But I think maybe sometimes that's the thing that rubs people up the wrong way. Yeah. But going back to the Twitter storm, I also think when Viv was like, let's not you, uh, yeah, let's not use people's uh, addicts as an insult for people. She yeah. put, yeah, don't tell me what to do. And it just was a little bit like, maybe, let's, let's yeah. step back. Let, like, maybe she's going through it. and I think someone's I, going through it. And I bit. am sending a lot of love to Ginny. I know I, was, I may, may have been a bit rude about her then, but that was my experience with her. And you know what? Prior to Drag Race, I did see the Ginny Lemon show. Am I, am I backpedaling now? Yes. <laughs> Watch you don't trip up backwards there on that back pedal. And I just want to say, I actually love Ginny and I'm actually wearing Ginny Lemon merch socks right now. And actually, I've got a yellow T-shirt on as well because I love lemon. Oh, fucking hell, right. Let's move away from Ginny Lemon. Let's move away from Ginny. I think we should hear from the gorgeous, gorgeous Dakota. Oh, my God, yes. yes. So Dakota sent us a voice note this week. That was a nice little sidestep. Well done, yes, Billy. Yes, well done, Billy. You could be Holly and Phil, couldn't you? Where is um, WhatsApp? Let me see what she said. Hi, Danny. Hi, Billy. And to the listeners of the Gossip Gaze podcast, um, I just want to thank everyone for the massive outpouring of love um, since my elimination. Um, and I really want to uh, use this moment to thank you, Danny, for um, being a constant uh, source of support on set. Um, you, I think, really saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And I'm very fortunate now to have watched the show and obviously um, have received so much love. And I'm so grateful and finally feeling some self-confidence for the first time because I know Danny Wiz was sick of giving me a pep talk every bloody episode. Um, but uh, thank you. And um, I've been listening to your podcast loads. And um, thank you so much. And uh, good luck for episode eight. It won't be the same without me, though. <laughs> oh, baby. I love Miss her so much. Honestly, she was so in her head while we filmed. And I was just like, you you radiate star. Yeah. Stop it now. When people watch this back, they're gonna. you are going to be fan favourite. You yeah. are going to be fan. I was telling her Definitely. all the time. I was yeah. like, it's clear to see in this room, you radiate star. And to see someone not believe in themselves, it, it gets you in such an emotional place. I like, think she does now, though. I know she does now. I hope she does now. Yeah. And I put tucked her under my bingo wing and I was like <laughs> we are getting to that fucking final together if it kills us so were you absolutely devastated when she went I think I think because we saw the whole cast get on the stage and hug them and, we'd, and you've not done that in season 4 yet this is the first time the whole cast got on and hugged the person goodbye it was uh emotional yeah. I'll speak about this again on next week's episode uh, next week's episode of the gossip gaze yeah because obviously tonight, you've got yeah because you've got tonight and we see Jomba say it's full of snakes where, full of snakes in here. Where's she from? Texas. I was there. Texas. <laughs> There's a snake <laughs> in my in boat. <laughs> anyway, tune in to uh, Drag Race tonight. Yeah, and BBC we'll Three and on iPlayer from 9pm. I think they know where to know. watch it. Well, I have to say these things, you know. I'm typing with things. I have to say Bob. these things. Check it out tonight. BBC Three iPlayer. Also, go on to my Instagram afterwards and like my pics. Thank you. <laughs> the Gossip Game. Oh my god, guys, you know what time of the week it is? It's time. I don't know what that was. I was a snake, according to Jambers. <laughs> it is. It is. 
snack of the week smell that. <laughs> oh, that is that is like a. Ooh. Do you know what? You got this snack of the week. Now this is something we've eaten personally between us for, I'd say, a long time now. So we know. We know it's good. We know it's good. Now this is for the Marmite lovers out there. I want to say now I love Marmite. I love Marmite as well. And do you know a fun fact about Marmite? What? <laughs> I love facts, especially about Marmite. So Morgan years ago applied for shipwrecked and was in like do you know where they did auditions for it? Yeah. The producers came out halfway through. There was loads of people obviously auditioning. Yeah. The producers came out and said, nobody say when you're doing your audition, I'm like, Marmite, you either love me or hate me. We, nearly everybody has said it in this audition so far, so nobody can say it moving forward. Wow. I know. I can remember on Big Brother people who say it all the time. Anyway, if you're applying for a reality TV show, best not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so not really a fact about Marmite, more a fact about your love life, but go off, sis. Anyway, these are Marmite swirls from MS. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Oh, you stick them in your air fryer? No, How it says oven, but I air fry. Mm. How long oh, would you crispy. I didn't, only did them for two minutes. It should be longer. And then the, the pastry fluffs up. I know, it's gorgeous. I can't eat down the mic. It's knocking me sick here, isn't it? So it's cheesy, marmite little swirls. Stick them in your air fryer if you've got one. If not, oven grill. Five to ten minutes. If you love marmite, you'll love these. It's not overpowering marmite, Not overpowering. Though. Ten gossip gaze points to Gryffindor. I mean, we don't <laughs> even do that. Sorry, trigger warning, Teth. Um... Gorgeous. Go to M&S. They're usually on that three for eight quid. I know that is a lot of money. But three How many have eight... you got in your mouth right now? Just one. All oh, right. <laughs> this fatty you want murder. The normally on those little boxes. Oh, three for eight the quid. Out. Come on. There we go. Three for eight quid. Do we work for M&S at this point? <laughs> Pretty much. We do, don't we? But we we pay to work there. <laughs> <laughs> this is not just any podcast. This is this an is M&S. M&S podcast. There you go. Snack of the week. Snack of the week. Love it's a good snack of the week. week. And yeah. if you don't like Marmite, grow up! The Gossip Gaze. Right, my love, it's the time of the show where you tell people how to live their lives. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where's me vape? Still got a mouthful of snack. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, I'm only having one. Can I just say, we've had an influx of um, listeners' letters. We've had a lot of new listeners. We've got a lot of new listeners, so... If you are new, thank you. And if you are old, thank you even more because you've supported us from our humble beginnings to this point now where... We're coming up to four years. Four years, you know. We're not. Yeah, we're nearly four years old. Four years of this fucking podcast. (laughs) Can I just say, have you put that on the ring light? What on the ring light? See the way that ring light is? Yeah, I put it on there. What is it? It's the top off me vape. Oh, I thought it was the top off that. <laughs> what, with a liquid in and a magnet? Oh, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Put it on the ring light. It looked like it came from there. Thank you, but now There we go. Right. So this came in on the emails, which is letters at gossipgazepod.com. So this is, in the subject matter, says, when will I be good enough? Hi, Gossip Days. I'm struggling to start this without sounding like an asshole, but I'm honestly coming to my wit's end with dating. To put things into perspective, I'm 30 years old, gay man, and I'm also a person who is forever single. This is for not a lack of trying. To give a bit of backstory, I'll try not to waffle on, as I know Danny's, Danny likes the listeners and us straight to the point. Thank you. <laughs> I have been working on myself after getting out of a nightmare of a relationship two years ago. At the start of this year, I promised myself I will put myself out there whilst working on my own mental health. I have dated loads, dot, dot, dot. And I mean loads. I run into the same two problems. It's either we're not a right fit and we agree on both parties or they ghost me. 
I'd like to think I'm semi-attractive. I'm currently a teacher whilst also doing a university part-time degree. I have my own house and I'm a proud dog dad. I know I... What breed? Does it say the breed? It doesn't say the breed. Right, we want breeds if you're talking about dogs, please. I know when I write this, I can highlight some of my good points, but at the end of each dating episode, I just end up feeling like I'm not good enough. I've just dated this extremely attractive, funny guy, and I walked into the date feeling like this. In my head, I was the flannel and he was the soap. One always looks better on the side of the bath. What's that mean? I think he's saying you always put the flannel on the side of your bath. That was my interpretation of the metaphor. He's saying he looked, the other guy looked better. I think so, yeah. Right, okay. I guess the advice I'm looking for is that, is this just me? And is there anything I'm doing wrong? I wear my heart on my sleeve and I just want someone hot who is equally into me. Please keep me anonymous. That's fine. We'll keep you anonymous. <clears throat> now, basically, we've got somebody who's struggling with dating here. Now, I think... To put it into perspective, right, we live in a gay world bubble. We say this all the time. And I actually Googled the statistics. This is this. I went into this and I thought, I wonder how many people identify as actually LGBTQ+. Go on. 3% of the UK. Now, that is tiny. Tiny? Tiny. That's my whole world. And I... A whole new world. But my whole world is, I work in gay bars. I, I'm around gay people constantly. All my friends are gay. I think there's... I, in my head, I always not, think... if they're not and they are hetty... Ugh. Then they're actually all right, Hatties, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, but so if you think about it, it, I think it is harder to date in the LGBTQ world because there's less of us. I agree. It's easier if you've got fucking 98% of the population who are into the same and sex I think as you. For a lot of gay men, it's harder as well because a lot of gay men are looking for, for a twin. So I take the piss all the time in my shows of couples that look the same, twins, dress the same. Yes. They're looking for someone so like themselves because I think we so we live such a life of unlovedness to ourselves. Yeah. you know we're hard on ourselves i nearly said mama Roo then <laughs> you know rupaul says it all this time if you can't love yourself how are you gonna love someone else and mm-hmm. i think that's where our journey really starts we don't love ourselves so when we find in a partner we're always looking for someone like ourselves. i think for a lot of people not me personally but for a lot a lot a lot a lot of people all right silla <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there um i'm, I'm struggling for Advice for this person, because I think you're doing the right things. You're going on dates, and I understand you go on these dates, and you think, right, okay, we both mutually agree we're not we're not a match. But when somebody ghosts you, that makes you feel shit. It does. It does, but it's not really a reflection on you. That's someone, I think, who doesn't have the bottle to say, I'm not into you. So don't be hurt, in a sense. I know it's easier said than done, but... Can, What's the point in being hurt by someone that doesn't have the bottle to say how they really feel? Mm-hmm. Because that's not going to make for a good relationship. Exactly. Says me who bottles up all my feelings all the time, by the way. But I'm not talking about me, am I? So I think you're not doing anything wrong. I mean, that we know of from this letter. I mean, maybe you are. Maybe you fucking text them nonstop constantly and you, you, you drive them insane. I don't know. I think that's okay, though, because sometimes if you are into somebody... <laughs> feel like it's okay to let them know like if and if they're into you you are texting all the time and want to hear I'm from them so and do, 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 do you know you. what i mean i think 
I mean, I've been in this this position before where yeah. I was serial dating. I was like, I want the next one. I want the next one. Where is it? this went in terms of penises? This was in terms of this I'm, was penises. You no, lies, no, Manelli. No, that was that was when I was going through a breakdown. But this, <laughs> <laughs> you that, still are. That's what I wanted. Cut, cut, cut. But this, I, I've been in this scenario where it was <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Where it was like dating, going on dates with guys, and I was enjoying that experience, and I got ghosted. And I think the more you're looking for it, the less you find it. Because when you were going on date, 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 never date, found date, it. Never found it. Yeah. When I moved to Manchester and I was looking for date, 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 guy, 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 I never found it. As soon as you stop looking for it, you find it. I think what you need to do is hold up, wait a minute, Mr. Postman, yeah. and look at yourself. Focus on yourself. Yeah. Do something for you. Don't Don't be so fixated on having this relationship. You don't need it right now. And maybe that's that's why you're not finding it. Just, I think just, you need you know to start I mean? dating yourself. Ooh. I think you need to start putting time and effort into yourself, making yourself feel good. Yeah. Treating yourself. The money you're going to go and spend on a date, go and spend it on some skincare. Go and spend it on some new clothes where... Go to a spa. On your own. What you, take I, a friend. Take a Judy. Oh, no, you can, no, you can go to things on your own. I think, I think I've been to a restaurant by myself before. <laughs> McDonald's doesn't care. <laughs> <like, yeah. laughs> KFC drive through doesn't count. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is they need a bit of self-care, a bit of self-love. Because even the, the title of this this email is like, what am I doing wrong? Stop, get out of this When will space. I be good enough? You when are will good. I be good enough? You are, you are good, good enough. enough. I understand you've been in a relationship in the past that ended a bit rocky, like you said. And I think a you're nightmare of holding a on to demons from this. When will I, will I, will I, will I be famous? No, good <laughs> enough. <laughs> Sorry, it's not about me. Um, I'm joking. I honestly think a bit of self-care, a bit of self-love, mm-hmm. take a break from the dating for a while because you know what? When you're least expecting it, you'll find it. Exactly. And this goes for all the listeners out there who are doing something similar. I know I've done this, gone from date to date to date. And you know what? In those moments when you're desperate for it, you're never going to get it. When you're, you're just... dying for it. Yeah, when you really want... Like, you, don't need a... you don't need a partner. You need yourself. Yeah. Wow, I'm I'm actually clenching my fist. I was going to say this really is passionate. so powerful. I'm I'm honestly passionate about this. I think I think you need to look after yourself first and foremost. I do, and I think when you when you least expect it, you'll find it. And I also think you are good enough. Like I know we've been on this point, but just take a breather, take a breath, mm-hmm. get a few day appointments. Oh yeah, do a, have a bit of a shag about. Go to day spa, safe shag about, mate. I add mm. prep, 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 condoms if you will. You know, do what you want. Have fun. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Stop putting this pressure on yourself. You know, you're like, oh, I'm 30. You, you're not dead. No. I'm 30. Life My life's be- only just beginning. Life begins at 30, darling. People say that. And then, and, and then when people get to 40, they're like, actually, no, now it begins. So don't you stress your little edge. And thanks for writing it. That was lovely, that. Well done, <laughs> Dilly. <laughs> Right, thank you very much today, Danny Beard. It's been fabulous, darling. Gorgeous. Those snack of the weeks. I was so naughty. I wish you hadn't brought them round because that's gagging for more marmitiness. Well, just have a spoon of marmite. That'll, be, that'll, that'll suffice. That's sin-free. I mean, I am on a, a diet plan that I don't wish to advertise, but you can probably guess by talking about sins. I scanned <laughs> that box. It was 21 sins for the box. Woo! Well, good job I ate most of the box and you did I mean, I could eat a box a day and nothing else if I wanted. Still lose weight. Of course you could. (laughs) Of 
Well, that's how I like to think, and then not... I don't feel like any, I'm restricted, and I think that's how I lose the weight. Right, because you're not restricted. I feel like I'm restricted, but I'm not. Oh, yeah, I can have it if I want, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Does anyone else do that? Is it just me? Yeah, but that is a diet. It's not having whole the cake. Hold oh, the cake. It's having a slither. Of it's the having cake. a slither of the cake, and then knowing when to put the fork down. But that's my <laughs> or sometimes issue. Sometimes just a lick of the cake. Honestly, I I can't put my fork down. That's my issue. I if know, a full you've got one in your hand now. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Tune in. Check out Dried Race tonight. It's an acting challenge. There's going to be acting. Um, and <laughs> listen to the Gossip Days next week and check out your socials, my socials, the day socials. We've got so many socials for you to indulge in. Yeah, we're, and we're TikTokers now. We are. We're, we're taking off on TikTok more than we ever have on bloody Instagram. 100,000 views we've had on fucking TikTok. So thank you very much. Thank you. It's just us chatting shit in my living room. I better do get some more pictures on the wall. It looks sparse. I know. <laughs> Alright, see you next week. Love you. Bye. The Gossip Gaze. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.